everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 14th, 2019. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Deferral of gratification, conviction, golden age. We'll talk about it all. Remember to check out yesterday's This Week in Bitcoin show. Jeet and Vortex, what a combo. DisruptMeister.com, follow me on Twitter. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, TechBalt.com, SportsMeister.com. You guys know how it rolls around here. All right, speaking of Jeet, who again, I mean, more people should know about him in the Bitcoin community, and people will eventually. People, will. He's got a great tweet out there that, has nothing to do with Bitcoin, but because this is the Beyond Bitcoin show, remember this, this show, we talk about health, talk about philosophy, we talk a little bit about cryptocurrency. So if you don't like that, then watch yesterday's show. <laughs> Pound that like button. Jeet says, the, well, he retweeted, well, no, he said this, the rate of moderate to severe depression rose from 23.2% in 2007 to 41.1% in 2018 among U.S. college students. Wow. So in 11 years, it, U.S. college students said uh, moderate to severe depression. 23% uh, said they had that, which is a lot back in 2007. Now 41% say they have moderate to severe depression. People are living in a, and this, these are young people, panic prison. The very definition of panic prison. People are not proud of their of success anymore. They are stuck in this victim culture where victims are glorified. There's drug use. There's short-term thrills. Uh, the pressure to fit in and living up to standards of of beauty and and what the the fakery that they see on YouTube and TV that they they, they can never be in, in terms of the superficial beauty. Um, and that, and they want to fit into that. And there's a lot of pressure and fitting in is overrated and it's, it's making people depressed and it's, uh, just all, all the news that there's, it's the end of everything is the end of the world. Everything's the end of the world. This is the wor worst president ever, worst weather ever, worst this ever. This is, I, you can see why young people, um, who are a bit naive, uh, would become depressed in, in a panic prison. People have to return to aiming for success, making success cool again, like we do here on this channel. Aim high, being wealthy, it's not a crime. Being successful is not a crime. Uh, hey, pound that like button. And this, the, the, the depression thing, I, I, <laughs> I do hope people try to, uh, before they resort to, taking drugs for their moderate to severe depression. Uh, they just try to think things out logically that the world is not ending and that they do not have to fit in. Welcome to the Bitcoin overlay. Okay, so speaking about depression, <laughs> uh, Jordan Peterson, who's a guy who often, uh, he, can, he can set a depressing tone because he says life is suffering and I don't believe that at all life is this incredible opportunity to make so much of yourself, especially in this golden age. And Jordan Peterson is about to add to this golden age 
with ThinkSpot, and he has an update, and that's why I'm talking about it. www.ts.today is going to be ThinkSpot. We are pleased to announce, and because people have wondered, what's happening? Is it when's Jordan Peterson's social media site coming out? Well, here you go. We are pleased to, and I'm gonna. It's gonna explain what it is too, if you're not familiar. We are pleased to announce that starting September 30th, we will begin sending invitations to new users. Please note that due to immense interest, we will be deploying a rolling invitation process based on registration data and limiting the number of new users each week. Our goal is to extend invitations to everyone on our wait list within the next eight to 10 weeks. And we greatly appreciate your patience during this initial rollout period. Okay guys, September 30th, that's pretty soon, be patient. And then be patient once that happens. Our mission at ThinkSpot is to promote meaningful and respectful discourse that enables an open exchange of intelligent ideas, inciting users to challenge perspectives and discover interesting and informed viewpoints. Okay, we're looking forward to this forum, whatever it is. Uh, good luck, Jordan. You are competing, you are not complaining. So I look forward to seeing uh, seeing this site. And yeah, I, I'm, I know it'll take until after September 30th. I'm patient. I have long-term thinking. Now, I don't need fancy sets of graphics either. It doesn't have to be fancy. And, and this sounds like it won't be fancy. It's just gonna be pure, glorious information. Now, speaking of pure, glorious information, many of you know I, I have watched and listened to baseball, followed the Baltimore Orioles since I was a youth, a wee little six-year-old or something. I was so young uh, when my dad started talking about it with me. And <laughs> I can remember, we're talking about 20-game winning streaks. I, I, you never know, they might go on a 20-game winning streak, he told me. Uh, but but um, he, uh, one of the things I, I would do with my father, I would listen to the Orioles on the radio because we, we didn't have cable and it wasn't always on uh, regular TV. And my father, of course, only grew up listening to baseball on the radio. Every, everybody in America, every kid in America listened to baseball on the radio. And I could, I could picture the game in my head. And radio, radio was all I needed. And now, and I was so satisfied with that form of entertainment. I could listen and then think it all out and know and have the whole thing going on in my head. And today, such entertainment, so few people can, can do that. They can't picture things for themselves. They need fancy sets and graphics. Uh, so work on <laughs> picturing things in your head. Okay? You don't need to see fancy sets because... That's noise. The fancy sets and graphics, is, it's distracting you. There really isn't any content at that point. You're just mind numb and you're not really even thinking. Like things are exploding in your face and you're like, la. Be, have your mind working where you can listen to a podcast and you'll have listening comprehension, you'll understand it, and then you'll be able to picture it all, figure it all out in your head. So there, there are some benefits of being a baseball fan <laughs> yeah, or growing up being a baseball fan because it, it did strengthen my ability to picture uh, things in my head and to listen carefully. Uh, because you know, you need to know who's on second and how many outs there are, how many strikes there are. Um, 
who's pitching, who's up, who's up next. All right, but uh, again, listening, people, if you are, if you're watching some uh, fancy setting graphics uh, crypto show, cryptocurrency show, and you're not paying attention, it, it, you're, it's not benefiting you at all. I mean, uh, if you are understanding, there's a lot of people that just want to feel smart, I guess, and they like, well, I, I put in my 15 minutes, I heard this technical show, didn't understand a word, but hey, it's help. No, it's not helping. Listening comprehension. All right, and. Well, I, I, so speaking about listening and hearing, <laughs> this is a good segue. Uh, my grandmother, I was talking to my grandmother yesterday, and many of you know she's 96, and her hearing has, has gotten real bad. Uh, and, and there's a number, who knows what, what the real reasons are. She had her thyroid uh, taken out, and they might have messed something up in there. And she's had, anyway, the, the point is, She's saying, Adam, I, your mother took me to Costco <laughs> and we ordered a hearing aid and I'm going to get it in a month. And she was very excited about this, this hearing aid. Uh, because her, again, it's, it's deteriorated really. She if you're standing behind her and you start screaming, uh, I don't think she can hear it anymore. And once I, uh, I had to take her, I, I don't know if I've told this story before. I had to take her car to get gas or to fill her tires up. I got into the car, I turned it on, and the radio was on. And it was like a torture chamber. It was so incredibly loud. Like for a normal person with normal hearing, it was physical torture how loud she had it, but that's the only way she could hear. But my point of bringing all this up, and she's on the road, baby, pound that like button. And her license doesn't expire until she's 100. Pound that like button. Now, um, but uh, it's amazing. You go to the Costco warehouse, the Costco warehouse, and get yourself a great hearing aid, apparently. It is the third, if you, I linked to it below, on, on this Costco warehouse's page, the third thing they have listed that the, the warehouse services, gas station, food court, and number three is hearing aids. So we're living in a society today where a lot of people are going deaf, a lot of people are living longer, and they can just go to the Costco and uh, get their get their hearing hopefully improved. And it's good. It's it's an amazing time that we live in. I, I think I take it all as a positive. And a lot of people complain all these these WalMarts, these warehouse places. They're so generic. They're so horrible. And again, yeah, there, there are, <laughs> but people. It's a one-stop shop. You can get your you can get your food. You can get your hearing fixed. Hey, and you don't have to go there, but it is convenient for a lot of people. A lot of um, lower-income people, people on fixed incomes and, and whatnot. So, uh, and it's some good stuff. She's getting a good 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 hearing aid, and uh, it's it's a golden age we're living in. Okay, um, and we should be happy. We should, because a lot of people complain. Oh, Walmart is evil. Costco is evil. Evil, evil, evil. Okay, well then you don't participate in that. Compete, don't complain. I'm happy, my, I'm very happy that my grandmother can get a, her hearing a fix at a Costco. She doesn't have to go to uh, the, the, the doctor, the, the ear doctor or, or whatever with all the crazy insurance and all that stuff. All right. Uh, and well, think, things like that should be easy. It really should be easy. The whole medical experience should be easy like that. You should just be able to go to Costco. Uh, 
all this paperwork is ridiculous. And, uh, but regulation has made it uh, ridiculous. But hey, I, I'm not complaining. I, uh, I just pay, when I, first of all, stay healthy. And that's one of the things you, I, I wear, and I've talked about this before, I, ha, I do wear earplugs when I am in loud places, uh, which is very, very rare now. But when I was younger, uh, I, did, did, I was in loud places quite often, and I would wear earplugs. And one of the things my grandmother says is she says that she thinks she lost her hearing because she would always sit at the, uh, at the club that my grandfather and her, you know, the social club that my grandfather and her uh, belonged to. Uh, she would, they would be sitting near the band a lot. And she thinks that Master here. So again, may, uh, you prepare that, that you don't need hearing aid in the future. You don't need to rely on doctors and whatnot. You stay healthy. I've mentioned other ways to stay healthy besides uh, your ears. And I, I can pay. I can pay for things out of pocket if I, God forbid, I need to go to the doctor and all that stuff. You know, get your save. Uh, Long-term thinking. Pound that like button. Ah, what do we have here? We oh, this is a YouTube video. Oh, Dick, Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard was on Dave Rubin's show. And uh, I watched the whole thing. And she, <laughs> Google has too much power, she said. And I don't, I think it's BS. It's a BS line and it's, it's based on envy. Um, and her just appearing on this show shows that the media landscape has changed so much, she would never have even been a serious candidate in the old days before Google, okay? She, she, she did, doesn't think about that at all. They have too much power, yet if they did not exist, she, the whole Tulsi phenomenon would not exist, okay? If, if YouTube did not exist, which is part of Google, no, no one would know of her, no one would know. She would not be considered a second or third tier candidate that made the first two debates or whatever the heck she made. Uh, her name wouldn't be known at all. She's got a cult following in before YouTube and she would never have a chance to even have a cult following or whatever she has. So Google has too much power is a line that appeals to the masses. No, a, a, and again, she, she's not used to what well, she's going to have to get used to that corporations like Google and Facebook are can be more powerful than countries and should be allowed to print their own money if they want to make their own cryptocurrency, pound that like button. Uh, and I did predict that candidates, uh, when Bernie was on the, the uh, Joe Rogan show, that there would be more appearances like this. And so she comes on uh, Dave Rubin's show. And she'd also been on uh, Joe Rogan's show before, but Dave Rubin's show is not as big as Joe Rogan's show. So I, this is, this is, an amazing time we're living in. And I'm not a political guy at all. Uh, but they, in the old days, if you were, you had to, you know, hope ABC or NBC or CBS would talk about you. Now you can go on these shows on YouTube and people, you will get a cult following. And she complains about, <laughs> uh, she complains about the DNC, the, De the Democratic National Committee. And she is free not to be a Democrat, okay? She, she doesn't like their rules that, you know, that kept her off of the third debate. And, you know, the, the bigger question is, why does she stick with the Democrats if she doesn't like the DNC? I, I mean, the DNC is free to make up as arbitrary rules, okay? They can ban anyone from their debates. They're a private, uh, they're a private uh, 
political uh, organization and political party, I can't even say the word, uh, so that they could, you know, if they don't like her, then tough luck. The question is, why is she sticking with them? And uh, she's free not to be a Democrat. Uh, you know, why not run on principles? And, and it boils down to this, that the mind, she wants the mindless 80% delivered to her. So many of the politicians want that. They won't leave, they won't leave these clubs these, they won't go become independents uh, because they, they know that just having a D next to their name for certain people will deliver so many mindless votes. And if they can get to the top of that D pyramid somehow, that they're going to get a lot of mindless votes. And the same is true on the R side too, okay? Uh, there's just, they don't value the 20%. And I mean, this is what, this is what the democracy boils down to. You want to get... As, the, as many 80 percenters as possible, because it takes little work. The 20 percenters who are the, the producers, it takes work to convince them. It takes work to stick with your principles that are going to attract the 20 percenters. So yeah, mob rule caters toward the mob. It caters toward the 80 percent. And that's what she wants. She wants, uh, that's, why, that's why she doesn't drop the Democrats. She it does not have enough confidence in her, what she believes in, in her, uh, in her values, in her in her principles, that she can win an election, and it's probably and it's true. You aren't going to win a lot of elections on principles, and she knows that, so she wants the DNC to deliver it to her. All right, so she, she's a political animal when it boils down to it. I know a lot of people aren't going to like that, but she makes she's a little bit outside of the norm. I give her that. She doesn't say the usual Democrat talking points, but in the end, she won't leave their plantation. She won't leave that. So th this boils into a, a subject I just had randomly written down. Desire for 80%er market fuels so much in society. People are not satisfied with sticking with their principles and getting their share of the 20%. They want to fit in. And the beauty of Bitcoin is we don't need to care about the 80%. We don't need to care about what the 80% defines as fitting in. We can be successful in the land of the 20%. And even even outside the Bitcoin overlay, there are plenty of businesses you can start that don't need to fit in the mainstream society that appeal to 20% producers uh, or 20%, uh, yeah, 20 percenters. Uh, so, so, but, but so many people are blinded by the majority, by the 80 percenters. Like, let me dumb this down as much as possible so I can get as many people and then I don't stand for anything. I have no principles. I say, you stick with your principles. You appeal to the 20 percenters. Some of the 80 percenters will buy your product. Uh, I, I think you'll, there's, there's a lot of money to be made off the 20 percenters. And you stick with your principles and uh, you can expand it from there. And, and, and 80 percenters will join. People think of appealing to the masses, the 80 percenters creating some dumbed down thing is uh, a shortcut to victory. And perhaps for some, but appeal there is great wealth in the 20%. There is great uh, opportunity among the 20%. So you don't need to make some uh, nonsense fitting in uh, product because in the long run it, it will fall apart. Principle, principles last, principled people last. Pound that like button.
And I, hey, and I know some unprincipled people. Life isn't fair. Just some unprincipled people are going to win too. Okay, fine. You, you do what you're going to do, okay? Follow me on Twitter, TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Um, let me, hang on. All right. Now, MGTOW Money, he's got a uh, video out there. Three red pills. It's a really good video. It's, it's linked to below, of course. Everything I talk about is linked to below. Uh, here are his three uh, red pills that he added, that he stated. You could depend on no one. Two, your friends will rarely celebrate you. And three, life is not fair, which is something I just said. Uh, so yeah, you could depend on no one. That is a great point. Depend on yourself. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Two, your friends will rarely celebrate you. Uh, and yes, what he means by that is most conventional people living a conventional lifestyle, uh, you know, living in nine to five. If you say, oh, I did something really cool. Um, I did just so well in Bitcoin. Don't expect them to be happy for you. Don't get your, your happiness from them. And don't get your sadness from them either because many of them are going to be envious. And many of them just aren't going to care. And that's their right. Don't derive your satisfaction uh, from other people. Derive it from yourself. Again, uh, don't, don't let others be your gatekeeper. You don't need to fit in. Fit in with yourself. Be happy with yourself. Life is not fair is number three. And uh, yeah, it isn't fair. Life isn't fair. Keep on moving. You're going to have bad things happen to you. Stay in motion. And the less dependent on people you are, the better your life will be. Okay? So... That's, that, that's something to remember also, because if, if life really isn't fair when you're depending on other people and they just drop you in a second, um, or it doesn't seem fair, it actually, that's just, that's just life. You, if you, what's fair is when you're depending on yourself, okay? You know you're going to do the best for yourself. You're going to be fair to yourself. If you're depending on someone else, who knows what they're going to do to you, all right? Uh, so it's, it's a great video. Check it out. Link to below. Baltimore Sun opinion piece about Howard County redistricting. Howard County is a suburb of, in the Baltimore area, uh, and it's got some of the best public schools in the country, apparently. And they want to bus people around. They say it's segregated. Oh, my. Oh, my. All those buzzwords are coming out to make everyone feel guilty about how thing, the way things are. Let's say you move to a certain street specifically so your child can attend River Hill High and you are suddenly told that you, that no, your progeny isn't going there, but to a less well-regarded school farther away. Maybe you pay tens of thousands more for your home because it was near River Hill. And uh, yeah, so a lot of people are, are angry about it. And that's, that's the thing. You are, you're too dependent on the government. And people will continue to be too dependent on the government for public schools. And the government is random. The government succumbs to pressure that, oh, this, is too, this school is too segregated. So all those people who thought they were going to send their kids to these schools, who paid thousands more in property taxes, who paid hundreds of thousands more for their houses, well, tough luck, they're going to the bad school now. And so many of those people are gonna pick up, sell their houses, 
move along, play in that fiat dollar realm that so many of you think is going to disappear. It's not disappearing for, it, for reasons like this, okay? Because the CUCKs out there, they don't, they love having the big fancy houses, love sending the kids to the best public schools. They don't save to send them to private schools. They don't have the time to homeschool them. So they need to fit in. They'd be darned if they're going to send to these kids to these lower income schools where the kids are all misbehaved. I mean, that I understand. They don't want to, if, if they're stuck in this public school realm, because they're stuck in the dollar realm, uh, they're stuck in the playing property taxes realm, uh, they're not going to send their kids to, to places where their kids are going to get hurt, where it's dangerous, with the lower income, with the Im impulsive, the, the kids that were produced by impulsive parents, okay? So they will willfully sell their houses, pay higher taxes, take the losses, all in dollars, work harder hours, keep on moving to get, keep away. And uh, some might eventually send their kids in private schools. A few might actually homeschool, but they won't. They, this is a form of welfare dollar also. It, it, it really is because they are, they think that, well, they, they think they're getting the best school that money can buy uh, when in fact they can get redistricted in a second. And the, really the best school money can buy is if you send your kids to private school or better yet, homeschool them. Because the, the public school, the, the government schools can just change on a dime just like that. Bus in, bus in students that are going to be impulsive and misbehave or bus your kid to a new school. So yeah, I, I understand why people in Howard County are up in arms and some are not being politically correct. Some aren't just bending over and, and taking it either. Okay. But they, it's personal responsibility is a new counterculture. They got, they opted into this public school. They didn't have to send their kids to public school. So they're going to have to deal with these consequences. And so this is a huge part of people's lives, their kids, their public schools, their redistricting. And this is another big reason why I'm telling you, People, the dollar isn't going anywhere. The whole United States tax system, a lot of it depends on people receiving welfare, people receiving free public school, the best public going to the best public school, paying the high taxes. It's all dollar stuff. It's not going anywhere, people. Um, but my advice to you, if you're trying to have, if you're thinking about having kids, take this into consideration. How are your kids going to get educated? Are you going to do it? Are you going to rely on public schools? Which, is gonna, which may inflate your uh, income tax bill, and are you going to need to fit in with everybody else and have that nice big house in Howard County? All right. And because things can change on a dime when you're depending on the government. They can just redistrict in a second. Uh, yesterday, uh, I mean, last Saturday's show, after the show, I walked the walk. As I told some people, like, I'm going to start um, doing some runs after I eat instead of um, before I eat. So right yesterday's show, well, when I, when I filmed Saturday's show, when it was live, I actually ran 2.6 miles. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I'd, eat, I'd eaten a few hours beforehand, like what, four hours, five hours beforehand. And uh, yeah, I ran 2.6 miles on the streets of Tel Aviv. I felt all right, little, felt the food in me a little bit there. Uh, so yeah, I experimented. And I, I just don't talk, don't talk. I walk the walk. I did it a little later in the week 
enough. I think did I do it. No, no, I didn't do it again. I did something different. Uh, but anyway, the, the point is, what did I do? Well, also, when I was, one of the reasons I'm bringing up this story is this, I'm running 2.6 miles through the streets of Tel Aviv on a Saturday night. And when Shabbat obviously ended, so a lot of people were out on the streets. And someone says, Adam, Adam. And I look, and sure enough, there's a girl I know from Baltimore just walking around. <laughs> what, a, what a small world it is where you could be walking, you could be running in, Baltimore, running in Tel Aviv and running to somebody from Baltimore as if you were running on the streets of Baltimore. So I thought I would, I would add that. Uh, a friend of mine from uh, some classic of Baltimore times. All right. Who's apparently moved here now as a teacher here. What, uh, what do we have here? Yeah, I was talking about Bitcoin Meister on Steemit. Uh, there's all sorts of, I have so many things written. Oh, here's an in motion tweet from James Clear. Remember people, this is beyond Bitcoin show. That's why we're not talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, all right, James Clear said, a principle, a principle for writing, investing, and life in general. It is much easier to notice when something is working than to predict ahead of time if it will work. Take action, make many small bets, and run lots of quick but thoughtful experiments. Then double down on the winners. That's being in motion right there. That is being in motion. You know, keep, keep trying new things. Uh, don't, don't, if they fail, then move on. You know, don't, don't get obsessed with some, certain new things, but always be think, always network, always uh, create ideas, write down ideas, take action, uh, put out new types of videos, whatever you got to do. All right. Um, because things aren't going to change if you're actually not doing uh, and, and experimenting. Compete, don't complain is this, what's this here? If you don't like a system, okay, like the public school system that I was just describing, if you think that's unfair, if you think a system is wrong, then don't participate in it. All right, you only legitimize, and there are people out there, you know, complain about the banking system, but they're, they're, they're in the banking system. They still have an account at Wells Fargo. And, you know, it, if you don't like it, opt out of it. You just legitimize it and you help it grow by talking about it and complaining about it and being part of it. Uh, and hey, that's why the Bitcoin, just opt in the Bitcoin, opt in the Bitcoin overlay, participate that in that instead of complaining about all these other things you complain about that you don't opt out of. All right, and remember at this channel, my elite friends, I forgot to say hello, my elite friends, but something I want to remind to you guys is that being elite, nothing wrong with being elite, making success cool again. Success is cool. You do not have to be a victim. You do not have to live in a panic prison. Um, individualism is the accomplishment. Uh, collectivism is the default. You do not need to fit in, but you're going to have to work to be that individual. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can be successful as an individual. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Get into Bitcoin, first of all. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Click on all those squares out there. Back to the regular One Bitcoin show on Sunday. And of course, if you want to listen to this, go to sportsmeister.com. That's where all my podcasts are. See ya.